This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. Available on video on podcast. My name's Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show of ITFC, aficionado, expert, luminary, TV's David Diamond, who is sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. Make your Monday a blue Monday. Um, Dave, you've got no hot water. I know I said I wouldn't mention it on the pod, but I'm going to. Not not only no hot water, mate, you've got no heating. I am sitting here. I've got I've got my quilt. I've got a double size 15 tog quilt on my lap as we speak. So long term listeners to the pod will know that David lives in some luxury in Diamond Towers, as I as I call it. I really, um, yeah, yeah, so much luxury. I haven't got any heating or hot water. <laughs> it's freezing today, isn't it? It was all right. Like had it been last weekend, 25 degrees. It's about 20 degree drop. It's I unbelievable, had, mate. I had a Hawaiian shirt on on Wednesday. I was, <laughs> I was loving it. Is that summer? Is that summer over then, Dave? Uh, I think, uh, no, I think just quick weather, quick long-term weather forecast. Well, sorry, short to long-term weather forecast. I think it's going to be, by the end of this week, I did look, it's going to be about 18 degrees, purely because I've arranged the cycle outing on Friday evening, that's all. And you're probably so, getting back into that now, aren't you, Dave? Yeah, mate. Football season's finishing. You're going to be out every Saturday, aren't you? I'm bloody out of it, mate. Any Sunday, Sunday morning when I'm buggering around doing this, out out on a bike, mate. And we should say, what, two episodes left? We'll probably, um, we'll probably get the band together to... To do a yeah. end of season round table so possibly three C that'll be our end of our third season says on my ipad there episode 123 who'd have thought it who'd have thunk it and thunk at it, an mate. average length of probably 70 65 70 minutes what's that times 123 what i don't think about it. how what the, how much time are we wasted <laughs> There we go. I'd like people to tweet in and say it's not been time wasted there, but there you oh, go. I see, I set that up nicely. Oh, Dave, on Thursday at 12 p.m. on YouTube, the world changed forever when Marcus Evans went head to head. No, it didn't. Was it on Wednesday? Changed on Wednesday. Sorry. Was it on Wednesday? I thought <laughs> it was on Thursday. On Wednesday, <laughs> I do that whole, I do the whole <laughs> On Wednesday, Dave, the whole world changed forever when Marcus <laughs> Evans, Frost Nixon, 
went head to head with yeah. um, Steve Pearce. Um, now you're on the TV talking about this. I was, <laughs> I did a YouTube yeah. video. Yeah. I was on the radio. It's been we're discussed. We're all over the gaff. It's been we? discussed on Twitter lots and lots. Um, God. I got a bit of a battering after my YouTube videos. Well, I saw that, Ben. I, 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 50-50, was it? 60-40 against? I'm not really sure. I don't think you didn't get a complete doing, did you? It wasn't complete. A lot of people, lot of people fervently disagree with me. Anyway, before I um, kind of um, stand up for myself, um, you tell me, what were your thoughts on, well, on the, on the presentation, yeah. on what he said, and on... Yeah. Evans himself. First of all, he pretty much said about as much as I thought he would said. Not as much as I hoped he would have said, but as much as I thought he would. Any interview um, that he's going to do, which is going to be hosted by the in-house guy, I to whatever you know, the in-house, uh, the um, whatever, whatever he is. Steve, yeah, um, it was always going to be stage managed, Ben, wasn't it? Um, the questions were going to be thoroughly vetted. I must admit, personally, I'd have liked to have seen it. And we said this, this didn't, this bit didn't get broadcast, but we said this between ourselves. So it was me, Steve Skeet, Joe Fares, and, and GB and Graham Blackburn from the, um, and it was it was at ICR, you know, from the Naked Footy Show, Graham, and um, and we all said that, um, you know, there was no way he was going to put himself in front of someone like, I don't know, um, Stuart Watson from the EADT and field random questions. It's just not going to happen. My take on it was. Look, it's a step in the right direction. We've seen him. All right, we know he exists, but we know he is. He, he does exist. Um, we've heard him speak. I expected him slightly different. I mean, it, from, for me, he came across more, I thought he was going to sound like a bit of an old Etonian type, but he certainly came across sort of home counties sort of type, reasonably ordinary sort, sort of guy, accent-wise. Um, uh, do you know a lot of the stuff I think you've got to take, he said, with a pinch of salt. I don't think the... Um, I don't think it was any coincidence that he, he, you know, that was released last Wednesday, what, five days before the, before the ticket, all right, fairly close, but five days before the ticket deadline, which is tomorrow, the early bird, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, look, I, I just don't know what, what, in exactly what people expected once the format of the interview was, was, was known, how it was going to be done, how it was going to be handled, really. Um, I quite like what he said about the Academy. Great. You know, if that, happens and and i think looking at that i can see i think you can see the some of the fruits of that yesterday which is you know great which we'll get on to later so no for, for my my overall take on it look it's a step in the right direction i totally get um you know the bit you put out i totally get both sides of that um yeah that's that that's for me yeah okay um so my my video i put up <coughs> i literally watched it and then went straight straight to my car and did the video so i hadn't yeah. seen the feedback um no. and uh, a lot of the criticism i got was what you just said was um what did you expect um so what i would say to that is my my criticism was that um about two or three minutes in that i could see him reading something and i don't mind people having their opinions on what i said but those people who came back and said i don't think he's reading I I think that's a fact that he was reading. I can't prove that, but that doesn't mean it's not a fact. I think there's enough evidence over 26 minutes of him 
reading something. yeah you know you, you know that better than me because i didn't i i thought it was script it sounds a bit odd i thought it was scripted but i never picked up he was reading a bit you would you would look be you not say it sounds awful not you being you but you, you know doing what you do and you put a load of these out obviously so you would you would i think you would perhaps suss that more than the more than i would because i must so, admit I, I thought it was scripted but i didn't i didn't actually notice him you know anyway come on so um that was what um a lot of people neglected to listen to the first 30 seconds of what i said which is this is a net gain this is good this is a good a good thing um i agree i agree with you um on what he's like um i've listened to a lot of um jordan peterson the clinical psychologist and they always talk about these incredibly driven um incredibly wealthy individuals they're all a little bit awkward they're all very it, the the normal um the normal criteria is that you're very driven you're socially mm-hmm. awkward you're extremely intelligent and mm-hmm. you're prepared to work and sacrifice everything else you're prepared to work 100 hours a week oh, oh yeah or whatever. yeah yeah and 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 i think um i think i think i might mention this to you before that when i did the cycle ride the tour of suffolk last year i just got in cycling part of the about, i don't know a few miles with this random guy and he was his best mate from school and he said completely self well obviously completely self-made man left school at 16 left school at 16 started to work at 16 but um, i you know. i kind of knew from my um my psychology studies that i've made i kind of knew how he was how he was going to be so um but the, I, the, I, the I criticism thought, I, I had if sorry. i may if i may dave no, was yeah, you go. that there's there's a big gray area between because a lot of what people said back to me was oh well what the hell did you expect ben what the hell did you want um and on the one hand there's incredibly prepared stage managed um all questions vetted all all answers um and i did have an issue with him clearly reading players names you know yeah when he was listing (laughs) cameron right okay that's the that's the one side of the scale yeah the other side of the scale is some complete basket case massimo chileno owner who's all over the place big attention seeker all i was saying is i wanted him to be just a little bit further to the middle than than he was that was what i was saying that i found it quite awkward that it was so well you mean a little bit more <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> expensive or um what i mean is it was totally 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 scripted bit, the whole thing a little bit thing. more natural a little, a bit, little more bit more natural, natural yeah so what so i felt that what he was saying was coming from his brain or his, not his heart or his heart not from a apparently um i, I don't i forget where i heard it. apparently it was a flipboard with bullet points on it or notes that he was that oh. he was reading. There's no unless you're in the room. There's no there's no proof of that. But um, so it was almost it was almost was like the, what what you're saying there. It's almost like like I've done before. You know, a business presentation type thing. That's exactly what it was. I had a lot yeah. of tweets telling me this is how corporate people speak. But, you know, but my my argument, Dave, is that's not an interview. That's a presentation. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And no, all the people. It's more a presentation, not an interview. Yeah, all exactly. All the people yeah. that said to me, "Oh, well, what do you expect him to go on with no notes or whatever?" No, of course not. I'm about to. I've got an iPad there. I've got a book here. But that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's there's ways yeah. of talking, and I would like him to have referred to his notes where he need to. I know I know Tony Blair is virtually like the best talker in 
history that you could you know apparently second to none for work in a room do you remember when he used to do prime minister's questions he used to have a book and he would refer to it for facts and the rest of what he did oh, incredible he, yeah he 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 spoke and he would quickly flip to his book and everything was prepared they prepared every question and all i was wanting was i wasn't wanting some super charismatic amazing tony blair style talker i just wanted it a little bit more you know, I I don't know who Marcus Evans is still, and um, no, no. I mean, one one thing you said that you said, you know, you, you mentioned about your psychologist chap. I certainly don't think he came across as socially awkward. He, to me, all right. No, you know, no. He, you know, he certainly he came across quite confident. Well, you know, look, like I said, I think I think the bottom line, I think for everybody, no matter what your view is, it is at least, and no matter what the reason for it was, at least it's a step in the right direction and that's that's what i said at the start of my video i said this yeah. is a net gain he's come out yeah. he's spoken this is the start what i will say is we're not going to see him again for a while judging by what he said he basically said i'm going to hire a new an- a new manager and i yeah. want senior football people to be doing the doing the talking which is which is fine but all i'm saying um and by the way all the people that said t- tweeted me saying Oh, we knew it was going to be like that. If you can screenshot me a tweet before the interview of you saying this is going to be completely stage managed, he's going to be scripted, then I'll take that. But there was a lot of people being quite wise after the event, I think, as well, Dave. Of course, yeah. We didn't yeah. know what to expect. Nobody did. So those people going, oh, well, I knew it was going to be like that. Nonsense. I, I, Nonsense. I think, I think, you know, what perhaps people are trying, I think it would have been a bigger surprise, if he, if he, much, much bigger surprise, if he came out the other way and was a bit more... I don't know, open and effusive. But and nobody knew cuff. that, did they? No, 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 no. And off the cuff, rather than you know, rather than what you got, you know. We all we all sat around afterwards, and you know, Donovan when Donovan Blake spoke to us, you know, this is off. Well, on camera, it didn't get shown, and said, "What do you think?" And we all said, "You know, yeah, good, good fine." Um, and with these points, still not really clear what five point plan is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that a lot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he actually say exactly what it was? I'm not really sure. Um, look fine and um yeah i think i think the general consensus is a general consensus i don't know about you that that i've seen is what you said in your first 30 seconds of your video and we've said this evening that yeah great it's a step forward but perfectly you're perfectly right where you say i don't think we'll be seeing him perhaps before the start of the season for instance i don't think we'll be seeing him shaking hands with a new manager and making an announcement for goodness sake that'll be missed that'll be ian milne i would assume and I think all of those things can be true at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yes, it was stage managed. Yes, it was a net gain. Yes, he spoke well. There's, a, yeah. you know, I think people are a bit binary in their thinking sometimes. They either want hero or or villain. It was kind of neither nor. And I would say, if you, as you said, as a presentation, very well, oh. very well judged. You know, very Slick. well done. Slick. Slick. Yeah, yeah, well planned. Expect. Yeah, um, yeah. And he even raised up the thing about, oh, some people say um, this is a, a tax right. If he obviously wanted to debunk that, didn't he? So he was obviously keen to say this is not. So um, all I was saying, and I agree with all of those things. All I was saying on my YouTube video, which got lots of dislikes, was that um, I just wanted him to be a bit more natural. natural and natural. I just wanted someone to speak passionately about about this um, potential multi multi million pound business that he owns you know so yeah yeah I think I think everyone would perhaps you know no matter what they said or said or didn't say to you I think everyone would agree with that really would yeah hopefully um but yeah. 
yeah, I'm 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 not a moaner, and um, I think if you if you subscribe to these podcasts or watch my videos, you know I'm generally realistic. Um, yeah, we try to be. That was just that was how I felt. I felt a little bit disappointed. Um, a little bit. I felt like I'd been. What of um, what of pe- what of people said? Because I think you tweeted out there about what uh, did you not? Um, sorry, put a tweet out about people yeah. saying what they would have hoped he said. Yeah, so um, we'll do that after we do the the Reading game. So lots, and okay. I, I retweeted everybody who who disagreed, um, except those who were who were impolite. You know, I'll know. <laughs> you know, there's there's a way to disagree with someone. Not, uh, politely. not your Millwall mate again, was it? <laughs> Peter Coupland? No, no. I think <laughs> my, hair looks, him. Well, my hair looks. Named him. My hair looks very nice today. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Shall we go to the Majeski Stadium in Berkshire? Can I just, just just before we start, can we just do? Do you think we just do do a bit? I've, I've a little bit on the on the new deals offered and one year options on on, on Richard Wright's son, like Conor McKendry, who's been getting really like good Conor reviews. McGregor. Conor McGregor, <laughs> who's been getting really good reviews in the um, in the under 23s, a winger, Irish winger. They've taken another year option and on him, um, and more significantly, which I think everyone's genuinely pleased about. Teddy. Although I have seen one of yeah, Teddy Bishop. Um, perhaps this is his one last chance, hopefully. At a, injury-free season and which I think is great you know look um we know there's a player in there somewhere hopefully he can um he can stay injury-free no no <clears throat> very quiet on Luke Hyam nothing said on him nothing McGoldrick. said on um, nothing said on McGoldrick um did say that um although the Bart contract not yet signed obviously the club would take out the year on him shock um, and the only one, the only one so far, um, well, I think they've released some scholars, but the only one on a sort of full contract was that Chris Gattini that came in in January from that that French guy. I think has never. Oh, really well, been the one that the, pre- the previous manager signed and then said he was terrible because he was knackered, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, so it turns <laughs> oh, out he was. God. It turns out he was uh, he was spot on. How many days do you think there'll be between the club taking out the option on Barton and being sold? <laughs> I reckon it'll be know, less than a week. To, I don't it? even want to think about that. I don't want to entertain that, to be honest. Okay. Gosh. Um, but look, yeah, that wouldn't surprise anyone, I don't think. We're going to Reading Day. Sorry, yeah. And you were there with the Renegade Statman. We were all there yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And and Lord Pat Lewis as well. <laughs> making, no rarer. making his a, return. A, making his return, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Um, good fun day. One or two... Um, one or two uh, mishaps on the way, including inadvertently logging stat in my car for about five minutes. Well, um, I, I think there's another... a lot of people on Twitter who would endorse locking <laughs> stat in lots of places for longer than five minutes. Really, as well. stat? Obviously, I know he will listen. We really weren't trying to make a getaway. It was a genuine, a genuine error. But that um, was, it was, that was quite amusing. Unbelievable uh, scene. So, Dave, yeah. Red, Reading at the start of the day in a pretty all right position, five points above the relegation zone with. Burton and uh, Bolton playing each yeah. other. Barnsley hadn't won for weeks well, and lovely, weeks and weeks. They were in a lovely position. I mean, I think we needed, said needed a we? point basically. Yeah, a point would have would have would have seen them. Uh, well, assuming everyone else was going to lose, yeah. Yeah, but wow, as it turns out, not so much. So Reading lined up: uh, Manone in goal, uh, Gunter, Richards. Um, so Blackett was suspended. Uh, yeah. Moore and Ilori were the back four. Swift and Kelly were sat. Um, Aluko off to the right. Barrow off to the left. Kermigant slightly withdrawn. And John Daddy Bodvarsen um, linked to Vipswich up front. And Dave, what about this team? Hey, 
what about this? The class of 2017, I guess. Um, Bart in goal. Um, Webster. Um, no Carter Vickers there. Webster, the um, kind of fulcrum in the three centre-halves. Nudson, captain, off to his left. Yeah. You got that? <laughs> fulcrum. fulcrum. Um, Luke Wolfenden um, yeah. makes his uh, league debut. We saw him for a half at Luton and at Palace, Palace. in the yeah. Carabao Cup. Uh, Jordan Spence. We can say that now, can't we? Spence. At right wing back. Um, Miles Kenlock continues his run of um, appearances and doesn't look unfit or out of puff at all. Um, Callum Connolly and Tristan Nydam, um, kind of a midfield two. No uh, Cole Skews. Um, I had trouble tracking... um, Carayal for the first 20 minutes. He started off. He had a free roll, or he seemed to. Well, he started off in the middle, um, and Falami looked up front. And after about 10 minutes, um, Hogg came out, and he put them both on the wings. And then five minutes later, he swapped them. So it ended up that oh, Carayal, okay. yeah, Carayal basically ended up. Uh, you can see I've edited my um, thing about <laughs> 20 times there for that. Yeah, that's that's Shaley's writing. That's not yours, by the no, way. The scruffy is the scruffy is yeah, mine. Yeah, no, scruffy um, is yours. So Carriel end up on the right and Falami on the left for most of it. With Martin Waghorn, the standard bearer, um, the, <laughs> the the man upholding standards at how, Ipswich Town. How now. many times? I only really noticed that yesterday because usually I don't stand behind the goal and see it. But how many times does? <laughs> Does a ball get played in the channel? And he's great because he'll and, he, and it's away from him, but he'll always give it the. <laughs> and instead, what he should how be many done times is... does how many times does he <laughs> moan at someone? And I go, yeah, you got a fair point there, Waggle. You get absolutely bugger all. But service. from what I see, you see him more than me. But what I see, he's always one saying, yeah, okay, it was a shit ball, but yeah, good try. He's like he's this. The, he's the standard My bearer. God. No chambers, no skews. Oh, um, he is. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's the standard bearer. Dave, the first. 10 minutes this game was rubbish do you agree um yeah i think you nailed it there mate it was pretty poor pretty no poor. intensity both sides would have taken a draw there um yeah carol goes down the right on 13 smashes it in low um they're all arriving uh, they do with Waggle. Waggle quite well it's a um, knock, then. yeah yeah he did he, i think he was being a bit naughty there he literally oh, laid face yeah he was doing playing, a doing a garner doing a joe garner playing possum there oh well he's learnt from the best there hasn't he um Nice turn by Carriel on 16. Dave feeds Kenlock down the left. Um, chips it. Um, chips it back. Carriel, good right-footed volley. Um, now I'm getting quite blind in my old age. I thought that hit Falami, not the defender. Um, but I don't know if anyone's seen that on the TV. Shoots into the crowd and Falami and presumably Ilori or um, okay, uh, Moore was with him. But um, Funny, good, I think good I, shot. I think I must have been texting at the time and it's see that. <laughs> good play by Kenlock. Uh, Red enforcer corner. You'd have got a good view of this, Dave. Second ball falls to. Kermigan, I think Waghorn makes the block there on the near nah, post. Missed, nah, missed that as well. Wow. A good chance <laughs> that. No, I did. I did. I really <laughs> was there. Uh, Bod Varson, chest and volley out for a corner. Um, nice football on 23. Nidham Falami. Nidham's a good player, Dave. Do you know, yeah, you were you were ahead of the curve on him. You you figured him out before I did. Um, uh, he'd be a good yeah, player, mate. Um, yeah, good player, mate. Yeah, good player. And... and Surprisingly strong as well, but I noticed he's yesterday. He's getting there, isn't he? He's getting yeah, there. Yeah. Although when he has yeah. his hair really short, he looks about 14 years old, doesn't he? But give him a, give him a pre-season on those weights, mate. He'll be all right. Yeah, sometimes sometimes that, that works against players, though, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? They, yeah, um, come back a bit muscle-bound. Yeah. Anyway, those yeah. nice football. Nide and Falami, they can, they can all 
play one touch, can't they? Um, Carroll goes into space. Um, good strike oh, yeah. from 30 What's yards. Yeah, um, swerved a bit, and Manoni. Yeah. I, you see, I think Manoni's good. Um, he makes the he makes the save. <laughs> I do, Dave. I promise. I think he's a I think he's a good shot stopper who's been a little <laughs> bit um a little bit confused by being managed by Yap Stamfer. Don't you think? I always think he's got he's got the look and a name of an Italian nightclub bouncer. <laughs> Don't you think? Sicilian, or one of, these old, yeah. one of these old Sicilian mafia films. I don't know. The Untouchables or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure he was an extra in one of them. Uh, Kenlock, lovely run here. Um, bit of a bit of a lame attempt to get a penalty. Um, but um, really enjoying Kenlock at the moment, I have to say. Um, Kenlock's improved in the air as well, hasn't he? Hey, Kenlock's good. Kenlock's quite... I like Kenlock. He's quite um, He's quite confident as well. He, he don't mind stepping inside on his, on his weaker foot either, does he? All these academy players can can play. It's can almost, play. It's almost, well, this. It's almost like this. someone's been blind to this for the past few years. Isn't well, it? Um, look who the coaches. Reading been. should score, Dave, on, on 27. Um, Barrow down the left. The one time he actually has some. I bet. I bet you were saying Barrow. He's got loads of pace, but no end product. I bet you were saying that, weren't you? Oh, I was saying oh, I was coming out with all sorts of rubbish. Like, yeah, Barrow. He's very quick. He's got wheels, isn't he? You know, he's rubbish like that. You know, yeah. all sorts of crap. Sack yeah. Barrow. Sack Barrow, he um yeah he's he's got no end product, but he's certainly quick. Um, lovely yeah. crossing for Bod Varson, silly, Ooh. completely misses his kick, Dave. Yeah, someone 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 next to me, I didn't know, nudge me and say, is that twat? We were is that the twat we were trying to sign for Wolves? <laughs> Said, yep, he's a man. I think Reading paid good money for him as well. Oh, I think so. Yeah, uh, Cariel pounces on a loose Pounce. ball. Um, we must just say Reading far more efficient, expedient in passing out of the back. Oh goodness now, me! I, yeah. I, I, I like I, I like Kelly in midfield, and Swift's a nice Swift's a nice player. Good name for a footballer, especially the counter attack he's going to do in the second half. Uh, Waghorn beats his man, cuts back on his left foot, tries his what I'll call a Sheffield Wednesday curler oh, yeah. for the far post. Dave Nidham's arriving there. I know, yeah, I know, I know. Greedy. If you're Waghorn and you get bad service all season, when you get in the box, you deserve to have, have a shot, a don't you? But especially um, if you on his left foot. Yeah, he just didn't quite. Yeah, too close yeah. for that. Uh, good play by Ipswich, Dave. Connolly blocks. Uh, Spence follows up down the right. I'm thinking, win a corner, Spence. Win a corner. And he manages to stand it all the way up to the back post. Falami's free, and he's a bit overcautious with the shot. Reading breaks straight out, and Aluko should play Barrow into the space, but plays it alongside him instead of ahead of him. Barrow carries on and drives over. Um, Wolfenden looked a bit scared, but I think he played Barrow quite well whenever he was... Whenever he's one to one, he retreated, but he didn't look like. Because if I was playing Barrow, Dave, I'd be like, I'm just going to back off. The worst yeah. thing I can do is let him run past me. And if I just back off, he's going to do a terrible cross or I hit think it over. Isn't he? Played him well. He was confident. I think he was confident. He's, he, the boy's obviously got quite a bit of pace himself, you know, and he's a strong, big, strong boy. No, I thought he played him well. Uh, Barrow right to left uh, and a weak curler at Bart. Um, Carriel, don't know what happened there. On comes. Oi. Freddie Sears on 41. See, I like Carriol. He's got, he's, I think he's something different. He's got that really quick burst of pace. Trouble is, he has a five-yard burst of pace. And then the next minute, he's tweaked his hamstring, whatever he's done. You know, he's just, that's, that's what I think. I like him. I really do. But he's just, you're not going to get, in, in this stage, obviously, I don't know, he's 31, something like that. Clearly, you're just not going to get any, I don't think you're going to get a lot more out of him, unfortunately. Unless, but it'd be nice, nice sort of player to have. Unless he would accept some kind of, um, some kind of special David Diamond pay, deal. Pay as you yeah. Pay, yeah, you know, I'm sure you write stuff like that all the time at work, Dave, don't you? Mostly. Yeah, there you go. But that would be the way to do it, wouldn't it? You know, rated on yeah. 
a good wage for when he plays yeah. and um, you know performance Not related. So uh, Kelly bends in the free kick, last kick at the half. Kermigan glances the header. Not going through. Um, pretty rubbish half. <laughs> pretty rubbish half. But still, Dave, um, different, completely different style from. Yeah, Richards. I think now, so. No hair and yeah. scare him. And no. um, I know Spence is going to have quite the second half, but the only two players who looked uncomfortable with the um, Klug, Hogg, Nash style were Spence and Knudsen. I agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The although, first half, yeah. Although I really did enjoy um, Knudsen's attempts at captaincy. Even right from the start, after they'd done their handshakes, he stood and he was trying to get everybody going and yeah. as a as a player who um I don't want to say his name the previous manager would have um he's that Close. type all the all the defending and ugly stuff he's very very good at but if you want to play um a man city style, type football well not necessarily yeah. man city type football but I know I know certainly yeah. he's not not, not going to be able man. to play fullback in that in that style Dave He's not your man. But I like him. I, I said, I think his best position for us is, is where he played yesterday. Left side of a three. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Richards gets caught out by Sears. Um, on the right wing, can't quite find. Waghorn. Bit of a key moment on 48, Dave, because Richards um, goes off injured, which means Chris Gunter has to swap sides and go and play at right footed at left back. Um, Elori goes to play right back and Elphick... Um, who they spent yeah. money on as well comes and plays. Forgot he was. Forgot he was there. Uh, centre back uh, yeah. with Moore. Um, so you just got to remember that the right back is the left back is now right footed. A right footed yeah. player. Yeah, um, yeah. Nice run by Swift. Uh, shoots and wins a corner from the corner. Touched on and the big pole, Dave. A big, huge Andre Pour. the Giant style pour. Yeah, he Pour. Poured it. Didn't Pours he? it out. Poured it out. Yeah, love, good love it. Good, good reaction. Um, threaded through to a Luco inside right spot. Try he stands up Nudson Nudson plays him quite well actually he tries to curl it round him but just <laughs> it's just not that good. <laughs> um, does doesn't it prove Dave that um and Mikey said this on the preview show that a lot of what was good about Aluko was Johansson and Kearney, Kearney. and Aita. <laughs> yeah, I mean if yeah. you got if you got the service they're going to give you you can hug the touch line and have a lovely old time, can't you? Absolutely. Weak shot from Sears um, hits the target, but uh, Luko and Kermigan combine well chipped over to Barrow he chests it down but. No end product, Dave. Um, Gunter gets put in a really good crossing position, but as I mentioned, he's on his wrong side and Bart swamps that up. It's like Bart, when anyone gets near him, grows about six inches, doesn't he? And he's like, no, not happening. Uh, Barrow stands up a nice cross. Luco coming in on the volley. And Dave, I had this down 68, the real key moment. So Ipswich have a corner and it's a really yeah. good breakout by Brilliant. Red. Would have been a hell of a goal. Would have been a great goal. Yeah, so um, I think Kelly gets it to Swift and then it goes out to Bodvarsson. Great cross by Bodvarsson and yeah. Swift kind of on the half volley gets a really good Good technique, just just, just centre of the goal. I, either side, because he hits it really well. Either side of Bart that's in, you know, it doesn't sound silly, but that's No, in, no, no, I said exactly the I same on he, my post-match. You didn't say Bart got lucky. It's still a great reaction save, but you've seen him make, you've seen him make those saves so often. But the, yeah, The thing brilliant. about... Bielkowski though is if there's a shot he should save he, he generally ver- saves ver- it doesn't he, he does yeah, he doesn't do you know what I mean? in, does he no you, you know if that had been <laughs> Archer for Millwall that's one <laughs> that's one nil isn't it yeah, yeah. and then Dave Redinger oh, hemming hey. Ipswich in they're on top basically on 70 minutes and 
the ball breaks out to Freddie Sears with two this Reading is, players on him. This is great work by Sears. Brilliant. He, he drives, then he drives past the first. I'm not sure. I've put, it might be Kelly, but I'm not sure who he actually beat, first of all. But Dave, there's a lovely bit where he looks and he's like, OK, I've got no support. I'll go, I'll go down Brilliant. the channel. Fantastic. So he commits. I think it's Kelly. Commits him. Skips, literally skips past him. Um, outpaces um, and really sort of like outpaces Gunter as Gunter as such. He does sort of get back to <laughs> cover. Poor Gunter. And it's it's. A, it's I mean, initially, it's, you think, oh, Freddie, it's, it's not a great ball, really, is it? Not a brilliant ball. We do get lucky because I think Gunter does get back, gets a block on, um, falls to Spence, and Spence sort of takes it forward on an angle. And great awareness, really, by Spence, because he could really expect him to get it out of his feet and have a lash there. And I don't think anyone really would have um, would have had a go, really, if he, you know, blazed it over, had a go. But to be fair, it's the presence of my... And I, I, I take the championship show this morning and I stealed it uh, when he passes the ball to Wagon. I don't know if you've done that. There are yeah. five defenders. Awful no other Ipswich player. No marking. Nothing. Nothing. And and he's so Waghorn is probably on the edge of the six yard box, um, in line as it turns out with Moore, <laughs> and um, and it's and Moore's like two yards off him. He's it's literally it's a part. It's ridiculous. He's it? got yeah. so he's got time to control it with it. All right, he does it really well. Town. He's only about six yards out. But he's got time to control it with his left and swivel and just half volley at point blank range. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah. But, I said at the time, Waghorn, if he gets rubbish service, he won't score. You give him any kind of service, scores all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great play. No, good, good goal. Um, and, yeah, look, a balance of play, yeah. Probably Reading, yeah, given the chance before, probably had slightly upper hand second half. Not a lot in it, though. So you couldn't say it was totally undeserved. No, no, no way, you know. Um, Barrows cross deflects off Spence balloons up in the air from where I'm sitting it's going in the corner but Kenlock, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenlock's watching yeah, it well. um, watches it wide so uh, where, no, where were you so where as, as I was to the left out. of the director's you, box okay yeah um, so Gleeson comes on Dave for Nidham Nidham lasts is 76 which is played well which okay. is great. Oh, he's a good player yeah he's good a good player. player give him 50 games how much is he worth 78th minute Dave um Ben Falami of the Academy um, oh. comes out and charges down a clearance and plays a beautiful ball out what's to um, Waghorn. Dave, half volley outside of the foot. In comes Waghorn. Yeah. Cuts inside. His shot comes back. And I'm taking this. This is my favourite thing that happened yesterday. I know Luke, what you're going to say. Luke Wolfenden, who is... How old is he, Dave? 19? Yeah, 19, yeah. Right. Gets <clears> the ball <throat> under pressure... Um, you know what the instructions from the other manager would be. It would be, right, get that defence up, halfway Chip. line, keep Chip. the pressure on, launch Chip. that into the middle of the box or back down the channel. He no, takes... back down the channel. Now the ball there. The ball, I, I see it time. It's where I sit, isn't it? It's where I oh, sit. Okay. Chip down the channel. It's a chip every time. You know, I try and a... get some backspin, try and, you know, so we can perhaps at least try and get a corner. Dave, he takes a touch. He's not, he's not afraid of that there's a guy near him and he plays it into Waghorn's feet. And I just... Love the contrast between a player coached by um, uh, Gerard Nash yeah. as opposed to a player coached by the previous manager. 
And then from there, it goes into Waghorn. And Dave, you love this touch. You can take oh, it Oh, it's a sublime touch. But the beauty of the ball from Wolf and Aniz, it's not just the presence of mind of the ball. It's the pace, exactly. It's the, com- it's the intensity and the commitment of the pass, which makes it easy for Waghorn and when you to play that little knock around the corner. Good player like Waghorn, he'll take that all day. He'll say, no, visit oh, into me. It's a sublime touch. And, off, the, yeah. and the pass itself, from it's quite a clever pass from, from Wolfen because it takes out two players. It actually completely takes two players out of the game. Fantastic touch and wag on, <laughs> and I think I've put it to um to uh, to Spence, who's gallops. I mean, he's got the he's got I think he's got yeah Spence. He's got the freedom of the mad stad, doesn't it? I mean, there's just no one there. And of course, so he he advances not a too dissimilar position to the earlier position when he picks out um you know when he picks out Waggon, but they just let him go, let him go, let him They're go. They're like he's not going to shoot, it, aren't they? And it gets to the point where well, he's got to have a shot there. No one's, you know, he has one nil up. He's got to have a crack there. And he is so close. Uh, yeah, OK, it goes through Manoni, but he was so close to him and he hits it so hard and low. Yeah, you've you got to say Manoni's fault. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, he just hits it really well. Nice and close to Manoni. He can't. It goes right through him. And uh, But come on, Dave, and, he just and, hits it as hard and low as exactly, he can, Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's shocking, shocking defending. But yeah, great. Good for, good for Spence, who'd been on a bit of a... He started the season quite well, goal-wise, didn't he? Oh, been a bit good, of a yeah. barren, barren run since then, but great stuff, yeah. Uh, Clement, who I actually feel a bit sorry for, reacts by putting Martin on for Bodvarsson and then Smith yeah, no. on for Kermigan. Um Barry Cotter comes on. Nice to see him yep. for Falami. Falami was good, Dave. That's the, the yeah, I mean, best I, game I think he's had, I, I believe. Yeah, I think Falami's good. I think he's got great awareness, good touch, and you know the ball to wag on probably the arguably the well other than Wolfen and probably the pass of the day. Um, yeah, still up against some rugged defenders. At only 18, still needs to be a bit more stronger probably. But that again, like we said with Nidham, that will come. Yeah, good player. Um, and we get into stoppage time, Dave. Um, <laughs> and I think it's Webster is just clearing his lines and. Was Oops. it Elori or Elphick? I don't know who it was. Um, I was it was Gunter. Gunter had a horrible. Gun- no, no. Do you know? Do you know what would have summed this goal up? I, I was thinking afterwards when I was doing it this morning. Put the Benny Hill music to this goal. So what I'm thinking is Sears has probably had three years of um, chase it down, Freddie. You might force him. You might force Brilliant, the keeper mate. to put it out for a throw on or. Whatever. So, so that's, it's their corner. So they have the corner, um, and it's almost a rehearsed one. So I think they chip it to the edge of the box, don't they? And he, he takes a terrible touch. It's quite rightly say Webster just hoofs it up at two 0 We're playing Fantastic. back six at this point. Certainly okay with this. And this reminded me this very much, and I'm sure people will remember this. This very much reminded me of the Chaplow goal at Watford when Sears wins it. Very similar bit of play. The ball's played forward. You know the one 0 when his Chaplow scores in the 95th minute or whatever it is. It's what. 14-15. Um, he harries a defender. And Gunter probably does the right thing because what defenders shouldn't do in that in that respect, the ball's past him, going over him. Don't let it bounce. You let it bounce Not and you, Sears, you, no. you're all over the show. Probably does the right thing. Doesn't get enough on it. Sears is quick still. And he is quick, Sears. Um, and this is a comedy from then. And, and it's great for Sears because, you know, how many times has he done that? The keeper's got there and just hoofs it out. Or he could hit his knee and shoot out for a throw or something. But he's about 40 yards out. Manoni gets good contact, great contact on it, but against, <laughs> against Freddie's shins, basically. And it's, it's, it just goes, you see it, it's happening in slow motion, sort of. Like, <laughs> but Dave, there's, a, beautiful, Dave, there's a beautiful on. moment hey, where, it goes, yeah, where it goes up in the air and you're like, I was going to spin away. Hang on a minute. Yeah. That's going right into the goal. Um, and I'm sort of going, Freddie, Freddie, 
<laughs> and um, oh, it's just great for him, isn't it? The ball just so the ball goes one big massive bounce, and it's like by the time he's run onto it, he's like what two yards, three yards out. Gunter tries to get back, he's getting nowhere, and he just. Bless him in. as well, Sears. He's like, he's like, right, I'm going to seriously make sure. He's really watching it. He's like, right, the worst is going to happen. He's going to foul me. Gonna yeah, yeah. yeah. That is fantastic, mate. Brilliant. And and what was lovely about that, how all the teams celebrated, including, I know it's only a little thing and people have said about it, but including Bart that ran from his own, you know, from his own goal. And you know, it's, it's, that's probably, yeah, the magic moment of, of yesterday, wasn't it really? Brilliant. 38 games. Going back to so when um, was it Newcastle Easter Monday last year? Well, no, Easter was a, to be fair, Freddie. Easter was probably two weeks later last year. But yes, thirty-eight games. Um, but yeah, very much. You look at that Watford Watford goal, a Chaplow goal at Watford. Sears does exactly the same thing. And yeah, then fantastic. just extraordinary on ninety-four <laughs> minutes, Dave. I've watched. I think that was my fifty-fourth game this yeah. season, right? First, and first I, goal. I promise you, I promise, I'm not making this up for entertainment effect they played the centre back and sorry they played the kickoff back to the centre half Waghorn stole it and when Waghorn got it I said they're Go gone away. they're done yeah. we're gonna we're gonna score again I said yeah. that straight away and I have never in my life seen a more shell-shocked they they couldn't move they couldn't run they couldn't pass it and was... you knew as soon as Waghorn got it that and everyone goes flying forward I'm like they're going to score. It's, it, it just had the most... In, anyway, you take over. I've never seen anything like it. I keep comparing these goals. Again, this is very similar to a goal and very similar to a Newble scored um, three or four seasons ago. Palace at home. McCarthy's first season, we beat him 3-0, I think. And um, funny enough, the scoring went like that. We just, I think we're 3-0 up at half-time. We just scored, a, we just scored I think. Um, it might have been a um, stupid goal. But anyway, and exactly the same thing. The ball's played exactly the same to the full to the centre-half. Takes a terrible touch. And Newble nips in. But yeah, yesterday the ball was a bit of tippy-tappy stuff. And I felt sorry that the ball was played to Elphick, who's, who just hasn't played. He's been there months. Um, <laughs> just a terrible, terrible touch. And Waggon is away. And Waggon, when Waggon gets the ball and starts driving at people, he commits defending. Connolly, fantastic. I mean, the ground, he obviously... As you say, they're all show. They were past caring by that time. He but he knew ran. he was scoring, Connolly, didn't he? Oh, yeah. As soon as he great starts finish. to run. Yeah. Great, great. Obviously, he gives Waggon the big shout on his shoulder. Waggon just plays it in great way. A class finish, you know, but, you know, pressure off at 3 0. But, yeah, great finish. Manoni committed and clips it in the far corner. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, very good. Um, very uncomfortable viewing to see pro footballers free More uncomfortable. Like that, isn't it? I don't know if you, you wouldn't have hung around, but, um, and we really didn't hang around, but, we got back to the car, and don't forget, that was Reading's last home game of the season. Oh, lap, you know of, lap of honour, yeah. <laughs> uh, lap and, of um, And they were saying, because you know it is it, no, it is in Reading, people getting back to town have to take the bus. And the commentators, they were saying um, on Radio Berkshire, we put it on in the car, and the commentators are saying, well, are they coming out? Oh, this is terrible from the club. So we don't know if they're coming out or not. And then they're saying, oh, people have just missed all the buses would have gone. People have had to walk back into town. Well, what was that? Three miles or whatever. So they were um, they were up in, oh, I think it was A.D. Williams and Mick Goodin, I think, does a summarise in there. But, um, yeah, some good callers. Some quite, quite, quite good callers on Radio Berkshire. And they're really, after yesterday, not hopeful that they, they can see the worst thing, the worst scenario happening next, uh, next Sunday. So pretty incredible afternoon with those two goals so four nil away when we won't ruin anything Statman might come up with i want to i want to hear this because no, I, I can't believe it's happened come up yeah. with later yeah, but yeah, yeah. incredible and i think just what all the fans 
needed. Needed. You know, a lot of sarcastic, careful what you wish for, which I very much enjoyed um, yesterday. Yeah. But it's wonderful to see um, the team, one, the team win playing passing football, and two, yeah, and two, the team comfortably win in the championship with Wolfenden, Kenlock, um, think- Nydam. All, the, all playing, saying, average, no, no, we're average, fine, you know. Um, the average age of the outfield players was 23. Fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And, yeah. you know, um, I don't want to ruin the, the Twitter question as well, but I think um, a few lads, I mean, we don't want to get carried away. Reading were in some Terrible weird, man. weird wow. moment. Weird and the, yeah, the collapsing. <laughs> they were like, Stop yeah, that old saying. They were like rabbit trap rabbits and um, scared rabbits and headlight and headlights, weren't they? I mean, literally. Oh my goodness me! It was it was almost. Un- I mean, you're an Ipswich fan, brilliant, but it's almost uncomfortable. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. So biggest um, biggest winning margin of the season. And if you remember the Sunderland game, a lot of that was down to that was the one game they played four two three one and McGoldrick, Selina, and Waghorn all played That's well it. at the same time, didn't they? That's it. Yeah, 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 so I mean, and that was the game where Waghorn got three assists, didn't he? And, oh, a, and a goal, and yeah, no, we had, a, I mean, don't forget that game. I think we had Addy Amy playing people like that in that game. I mean, we had a much, much more experienced side against you know, against them, but um, yeah, no, I did not see that uh, that coming just quickly. Um, just give him a shout he's a great lad. I met um. Kevin Major at halftime. Um, oh, is he the fellow that works in the factory? Yeah, Listens yeah, yeah. Midnight, he said, I look yeah. forward to, you know, he's on shift, lit on shift tonight. He said, I really, uh, really look forward to, to listening to the pod. And we said at halftime, he said, whoa, this is not great, is it? He said, and, and he said, no, not really. This has got like nil-nil written all over it, which I said, like you does. To be honest, I'll probably suit Reading, but... Uh, no, good shout out to uh, shout out to Kev. He's a he, yeah, he's a good lad. And uh, like I said today to him, I said uh, we really did not see that happening at halftime. So uh, the Twitter question I put out, Dave, was um, two parts. So one on Evans, uh, biggest plus and biggest minus of the interview. And what I asked was which of the players involved yesterday will be the core members of the team. Ooh next season wow. so um as usual i'm scrolling down and down and down and i will apologize if your tweet doesn't get read out we'll try and read all of them but we do very very much appreciate everyone tweeting in uh this is uh at rob Crabwalk. um evans plus admitting to past mistakes and showing willingness to learn from them minus still unsure what he's really looking for in a new manager and if we'll come across as ambitious enough to them uh this is paul warner um Feel if we can agree a deal for Connolly, could be a massive player for us. Waghorn was massively effective, even though he was quiet for 70 minutes. I, I agree, give him some service though. Uh, Webster was impressive and looked after Wolfie really well. Get Bart's contract sorted and there's a spine of a decent team. Uh, this is Brad Lloyd, biggest plus, Evans is speaking to us. Biggest minus, no more investment. Uh, Jack Phillips might struggle to keep Waghorn. A lot of clubs will be interested with a year left on his contract. Nydam yeah. will be a key member next year from recent performances post-Mick. Also think big plus from Evans' interview was intent of a manager that plays football from the back where possible. Uh, Richard um, at Broadreach. Um, Emmy, huge positive, um, reading or not, he says, level-headed, pragmatic owner, aware of fans' priorities. Hope all youngsters are involved next season. Spence, uh, Waghorn a given, Bart, fingers crossed. Um, this is Dan Glozier. It may be obvious, it may not, but Waghorn really jumps out 
as the guy who could be an ITFC cult hero when we look back. Um, don't want to speak too soon, but we could yeah. be viewing him as we do. And he's named some other luminaries. Simon English, biggest plus was the fact that we've heard from the head man, which we've missed since Sheepshanks was at the helm. Biggest negative was how false and scripted the interview undoubtedly was. James Monk, Evans spoke well, scripted or not. Don't know what people expect from him. As for the players, pretty much what everyone else said, but it's good to see these youngsters perform in the first team. See the quarterlies at last. Matt Thomas, I think all the players should be in the core squad with Bishop, Downs, Dazelle, Addy Amy, Hughes, Garner, Chambers, <laughs> et al. Um, if we get a low knee, they must not only they must only be top notch every gamers. We don't need fillers. Um, Dave, can we after we do all the tweets, can we discuss Waghorn and can we discuss low um the tactic of bringing in an expensive low knee because I don't think we need to do that next season. Um, Adam Williams. Uh, oh, Adam's a Reading boy, isn't he? He's a works for the BBC down there. Uh, biggest plus, he clear, like, clearly realises the need to arrest ground support or apathy. Biggest minus, the cringy stage-managed nature of it done through the club's own media channels. Would love to see players like Falami, Wolford and Cotter become pivotal squad members. Luke Moles, uh, positive confirmation he's not a mentalist. Negative <laughs> budgets won't change. Very good, Luke. Uh, Webster, Nydam, Waghorn, Falami and hopefully Bart. Jules, well done, Jules. Hello. Biggest minus, new manager after the season ticket deadline. Um, yes, we said it was going to be quite late. Uh, plus, something different which could mean anything, but I believe we'll be a director of football. Wolfenden, Webster, Cotter, Kenlock, Bishop, Nydam, also Dazell heavily in downs. Well done, Kluge. Uh, James the Nasdaq biggest minus wasting my life watching it there we go um, Andrus Christensen uh, the Evans interview was honest and direct scripted or not I can't fault it uh, key players next season will be Bart Webster Skews and Waghorn Wolfen and, and Dazelle could become regulars Ian ITFC clan plus reliance on youth need to entertain leaving footy and running of the team to new manager no minus for me but appointment key uh, Waghorn Kenlock Nydam Falami Wolfie and Webby all fit. We have a uh, great exciting squad of you. Can't wait until August. Um, I'm so sorry. Let's mention the names. Alistair, Paul. Oh, these are <laughs> legends of the podcast as well. Simo, Joe, oh, no. um, Blue Blood ITFC, John Nalon. Um, sorry, we're going to have to going to have to move on. Dave, discuss. Martin Waghorn is now our most valuable player. Age 28. He's got to be worth more than Bart now, hasn't he? 15 no. goals, 10 assists. Um, I don't think so. Um, oh, no, so, I'm saying he, he's, he's a great fee. player. I'd, I'd say transfer fee. Yeah, I suppose goalkeeper. What's he got a year left on his contract? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Age 28. 15 goals, 10 assists. Yeah, I think perhaps you're, in, with hindsight, perhaps you're right. Um, and I think there will be some interest in him. Um, maybe a, one of the relegated Premier League. I'm not saying a Premier League, not saying a Premier League team, but certainly... There you know, is a, someone, a mitigating someone factor, Dave. It's easy for him to stand out when <clears throat> Skews and Chambers, uh, Garner, uh, yeah, all of them aren't, aren't there. He's so He's clearly the best outfield player when... Senior player, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I see interest coming from perhaps, um, yeah, relegated the relegated clubs, or dare I say it, <laughs> um, someone like him who probably won't get up, someone like a Derby, someone like that. Mm. But they always want these guaranteed championship goals, and he's going to be one of those guys. And oh, he's been a fantastic signing. He really he has. has. And he has. If, if, from what we understand, it was almost the make weight in the deal. So it was a million, and apparently, so we understand. Is that so? I understand three quarters of that was for Ghana. I mean, 
It's ridiculous, really. What are they seeing? Oh, Christ, I watched Rangers Celtic today. My God. What are they seeing that we're not? Really? Well, you know, what haven't they seen that um, we, we did? Do you think they should ditch this tactic of a, a Maitland-Niles, a Fraser, a Selena, a Lawrence? Because um, the, the other thing I was going to say, Dave, is are people contradicting themselves by saying we want the owner to buy new players, but we want him to promote youth? You can't really, you know, you can't really do... Both, it's a, it's a sticky, it's a sticky one. Out of all the lone players, I think certainly that we've had this season. I mean, don't get me wrong, we've been thoroughly, jolly well entertained by all those. You know, Selena, some of the goals he scored this year. Obviously, Lawrence, we've spoken about enough the goals last year. All right, the little cameo of Fraser, who I think me and you both both thought that potentially was the best, the best of the lot. You know, Johnny Williams. Well, yeah, okay, little again, little cameos when he was fit. I think out of all the lone signings that we've had I I like Connolly but I think Carter Vickers would be a great loan signing for us next year but I'm talking just as a strategy would you now rather see um I mean in midfield we well, look of course you would of course I mean Christ almighty if everyone's fit in midfield Ben um you don't need Connolly or, or a loan or a loan well, I know Connolly's if, a good if, player if, you know he is but if everyone's if everyone's fit big if um you know, you're not because Hughes is going to play. I'd have Hughes in my team. I think 99% of us would have Hughes as a starter, wouldn't they? You know, where are these, where are these other players going to play? They're just not. But Dave, um, rather than invest in the thick end of probably half a million plus absolutely. in when you've got Callum these players Connolly, coming through. Just, just you, know, just, you know, you've got Nydam. We, we, we all said, OK, against a fairly poor, let's face it, Reading side, looked more than comfortable yesterday. Um Flynn Downs, who I'm not sure what he's, he's been. Oh, he's been in and out with Lou. He started no, off. He's like not a been playing at all, has he? Train. I think he was on Young News sub yesterday. Um, I mean, you'd think that would be anyway good experience for him. You know, you've got um, obviously Dazelle come back. I mean, very quickly, Dave. Danny Rowe is the National League Player of the Year. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116-123. That's 116-123. 
They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Is that true, though? Is that according to your mate? <laughs> I think that's true. I think it's true. Wowzers. Um, I think it's been announced in the last... Bloody hell. I mean, look, you know, I, I liked him. I mean, I, I thought he had something about him in the little that I saw of him before he went. So, again, he's, he's our player. He's got to come back into the equation. So, I think, no, from that point of view, I don't see any necessity for that at the... Um, certainly at the start of next season, if these players can all make up the squad and Christ have a run of injury free games for Christ's sake, you know, between all of them. But I think out of all the players, I would like to see if we had an opportunity and hopefully Klug could be the, the, the barometer, the, the, the deciding factor there. I'd like to see Carter Vickers back. I think he's a great player. Is there all these people asking for a director of football? Would, Brian Klug not be the best man to do that now. I don't think he wants it, and I don't think, from what I understand, I, I don't think he wants it. I think he's he's just happy to work with the, you know, to work with the younger players. I just I, I don't I don't think so. No. But if that's going to be the strategy, he needs to well, have a direct line to the to the manager. There's no point. There's no point Klug and Nash training all these players like Wolfenden to and then do, a totally and then. A totally, a totally different, different style from the manager. I, I, I think, Ben, it just it just depends who comes in. Just really. quickly talk to me, Dave. Where are you on Spence, Cotter and Josh Emmanuel? Rather um, a young player of the year. Yeah, Josh Emmanuel. You know, look, I, I want to see, I think Josh Emmanuel, we, we, we all say we like Josh Emmanuel. You know, he's strong, he's big, he's built like a bloody tank athlete. Um, and obviously had a very good season with, very extremely good season with Rotherham. You'd think he's going to come back a more, a better player, a more experienced player for sure. I'd like to see, I'd like to see him given his chance. You'd like to see them keep this three at the back and the wing backs, yeah. and know, you'd, you'd like cover, to see you know. Kenlock be the guy at, at left wing back. Don't, and don't forget Cotter. We've just seen for just over a half, who was great against, minutes, yeah. against Barnsley. So don't you know. Look, let's don't get carried away there. But Emmanuel's gone and played League One for a whole season. Look, so. yeah, absolutely. I, I think Spence come back. I'm sorry, Emmanuel come back. And look, I, I don't. Spence is very, perhaps a bit marmite, isn't he? Uh, you know, he has some great games and he has some quite iffy. But don't forget, Spence is quite adaptable because he also can play right side centre back as well. well. I'm not saying. I'm just <clears> thinking. <throat> you know that you're starting to build uh, back oh, three good and wing backs around. Around I think Webster, Wolfenden, Kenlock, yeah. Emmanuel, you know, those players, Cotter. It's obviously going to be some wastage within the squad over the summer and some no doubt will go. But look, any manager coming in and, and looking at the players he's got when they're all fit at his disposal, there's a good squad. There's a good championship squad there. And, you know, get the younger players. You know, this is all good experience for the likes of Lydon, Falami, Wolfenden. You know, I'd quite, I think, I think, the result yesterday more than anything that, that, that not you know almost secondary because I think one nil would have been great great four nil put the just cross. that team winning a championship game brilliant yeah, just, yeah. fantastic against let's face it against a team that were that you know weren't going home. for the motions that weren't going for the motions yeah. that still had something to play for you know but no it's it's, it's good and um oh, I think it's great it just sets it up I think lovely uh you know for next Sunday feel good day it's forty years since we won the cup Borough right, guaranteed playoffs. Yeah, a bit disappointed there. I, I, you'd like Borough still to have 
add something to play for just to give the games a bit more edge, you know, because I don't know about you. They really, well, they can be pipped, can't they? But at the moment they're playing. No, they're guaranteed playoffs. Oh, they can no, be no, pipped no, no, no. fifth place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at the moment, I think they're playing Villa, aren't they? Yeah. It's Villa, Middlesbrough. Um, so can you, I can see him resting some players though, can't you? Yeah, I wanted, I was looking forward to seeing Traore. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, think someone I, like, Maybe not him. Someone like Summer Longer, who, all right, he's still, I think he's still the highest scorer this season. He's got 15, but he's been in and out with injury. So you can see him perhaps being sort of wrapped in a sort of cotton, in a very large bit of cotton wool. Let's go to the roundup, Dave. Um, Wolves, Wednesday, we don't care. They're champions. They need one point for 100. Right, Dave, I was at Derby versus Cardiff on um, Tuesday night where it looked like they'd stuffed it up, but they still went yes, away to Hull. Uh, that's yesterday. a good it's a good yeah, result. Yeah, it's a great result under pressure. How was so. just quickly looked a decent game, derby game. Um, they've they've re- reverted even more. The football they play is awful, dreadful. Uh, Cardiff, awful. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, absolutely yeah. awful. Then, even worse than I think. Then. I think Warnock said play it absolutely, absolutely safe. Dave, they're they're playing for throw-ins in their own half. <laughs> no, I'm not Love joking. Him. I'm not joking. But, Mor- Morrison goes over from centre back, dries the ball. Yeah. Um, they all. Uh, Medine goes over. Gunnison goes underneath him. He hurls it down the line. Yeah. They then win another throw, and then yeah. Gunnison throws it in the box. Well, don't you think? Yeah, you know, it's got to this stage. It's got, it's got to this stage of the season, and just and win. Warnock's just said, "Look, just just win. Don't We're going to grind this out. Yeah. Grind it out. And don't lose look. any goals. You're so good at set plays that there's a there's a likelihood you're going to score." Man, did you see Morrison's second goal? That's a centre-half. That second goal yesterday when he steps yeah. inside. A centre-half for Warnock, though, is different than... You know, that's no, you basically can. your main attacking player, isn't it? A centre-half. <laughs> no, Morrison goes up for every one of Gunnison's throwings. Yeah. Oh, you, you would. Know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bamber yeah, and great, Morrison, yeah. Great finishing look. It looks like they're going to... Um, they, oh, they're going to do it because they've got blooming... Reading at home, right, haven't they? So. <laughs> looks like they're going to get the job, uh, the job done. Yeah, the one well, thing you and, need to beat Cardiff is not footballing skill, is character, isn't it? To just keep concentrating while the ball's out of play for the whole game. Concentrate on all the throw-ins. And... I didn't see a lot of that yesterday. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not. No. Fear um, the worst, but look, you know. I was also at Fulham versus Sunderland on... I know um, you were. God, on man. They got away Friday with one night. there, I think. Well, that's the, that's, the only, that's the only thing um, that you'd possibly say next week is that you said you watched Cardiff against Forest and you said, oh, Cardiff were terrible. They were nervous as hell. No, they were f- I watched Fulham against Sunderland. That, they, these teams are crapping their pants about. You you made losing, a really good analogy or, or comparison to that Palace game, didn't you? Um, I think that was you. In our, oh, oh, we did in that yeah. one, in that run in, in 2000. Just win. when um, that was a crap game, wasn't it? And then we, I think we won one new and literally it was like edge of the seat. Like the bloody Alamo in the last like injury but time. It's the, it's the Brian Clough, the second European Cup final for Forest. His team talk <laughs> was his team talk was just win. Forget about forget about tactics. Just win. I think to be fair, I think he did tell Kenny Burns to kick uh, Kevin Keegan <laughs> up in the air. Keegan, a few Keegan, time. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a playoff, Dave. It's Cardiff at home to Reading. If Cardiff win, um, we don't really need to talk about Fulham because if Cardiff win, um, they're up. Are they going to do it? Yeah, I think they will. Can we just say I don't know? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm if you're going to come to this. The um, announcement from Sunderland this afternoon: Coleman's been sacked. And I think 
they've sold, haven't they? Yeah, they have, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the best news Sunderland fans will have had all year. Oh, uh, yeah. must be, yeah. He's sold yeah. to the guys. Interesting one. It's this guy, I think his name's Stuart Donald or something. He's <clears throat> part of an, he, he owns Eastleigh. So he's one of these guys, benefactors, that pumped 10 million into Eastleigh, got him into the conference from the conference south, and it just quite hasn't quite worked out. They haven't got up, and, you know, I don't think. Do you know Chris Coleman never met Ellis Short? Really? It's ridiculous. No, I, I didn't it? know that. Yeah, ridiculous. No, no. So um, he was immediately installed in some um, areas as our um, favourite for the town job. Yeah, I, I can't be bothered to talk about link <laughs> names. There's just too many in there. Um, so let's get into this playoff stuff, Dave, because we're running quite long. So Sorry, Villa and Villa and Derby drew. So Villa guarantee fourth place. So they're definitely yeah. going to be yeah. at home second. Yeah. Um, and Borough beat Millwall, so the dream Millwall is, are out. well, they're pretty out of it. On And another in that game, second goal, another Cooper, I've got another Cooper Bless stroke him. Archer, balls up. Bless Archer, yeah, dear <laughs> me. Um, as well. You mentioned this before we hit record, Dave, Alex Neal. Mate, Preston honestly, go into the last game and they can still with a the, chance. Still make the playoffs. Yeah. Probably not going to, um, but still make the playoffs. So Dave, yeah. quickly, Derby at home to Barnes lead next week to guarantee sixth. I mean, you'd, you'd, mate, who knows? You'd expect them to get the job done, but I saw Sunderland put four past them at, um, a few weeks ago, so Easter, what, good Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. So, God knows, mate. You'd expect Derby to get it done. Yeah. Right. Let's go through these. Um, right. We'll do the relegation stuff at the end. Um, yeah, so, on. Barnsley beat Brentford, so that that's the dream over for Brentford. Yeah. Did you see that goal by Kiefer Moore? Where he looks in <laughs> looks in the middle to cross it. That looked quite deliberate. No. You know, it was a cross, that? but did, then did you see then their subsequent miss again, second half? <laughs> I did. Um can we tweet in? I think Kiefer Moore meant to do that. So you're either Team ben, Dave or Team Ben on that. Stop it with yourself. Come on. Come no on, way. if Ronaldinho meant it, then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, just yeah. compared right. Kiefer Moore on uh Forestry <laughs> Bristol City don't care. Uh Norwich to Leeds one. So we went above one of these teams and it was the wrong one, wasn't it? So Dave Norwich are one point ahead of us. Championship of Anglia, one point out. They go away to Sheffield Wednesday, who are in quite decent yeah. nick. Got a point that will be We've got a goal difference uh, advantage. So if yeah. Norwich lose and Ipswich draw next week, then the cycle of finishing below Norwich for the past yeah. 100 years is done. Can we yeah, do quite it, Dave? A, yeah. Quite an amusing guard of honour for Wes Houlihan. Oh. That was his last last home game yesterday. I mean, let's just say this. We've said it many times. Wes Houlihan has been an amazing oh, opponent. Fantastic um, player. Scourge of us for, for years yep. and years. But come on. I, I don't say good. All I've got to say is, Wes, you've been a lovely player, but good riddance, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Rangers 3, Birmingham 1. Bad yeah. news for Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll come to the relegation summary. Um, yeah. Dave. Burton 2, Bolton 0, right? Before the last three games, Burton's points per game was 0.76. Unbelievable. Uh, so their form over the past three games is 349% better than the rest of the season or something ridiculous. It's, a, it's the first time they've won three successive games since January 2016. Wow. Um, I mean, this would, be the, this would be the biggest achievement of the lot, wouldn't it, if he pulls well, this one Let's go through this, Dave. So I'm going to read you from 19th down. Um, yeah. Sunderland obviously are, are gone, gone and happy yeah. with their new ownership now. Reading are on 43, minus 22 on the goals difference with Cardiff All right. away. So, so Reading 
Um, it's a, it's, that's a home win for me. Home win. Cardiff okay. up. So Red, Reading's down 43. Yeah. Okay. Not, yeah, yeah. Birmingham are below Reading. Um, yeah. They're on the same number of points, 43, but they have a goal difference 10 worse. So minus 32. And they've got... They've got Fulham at home. So they, I can see a scenario where Cardiff... Are, yeah, where Cardiff are 2-0 up at half time. Fulham are like, you know... Oh, well. And, yeah. And it yeah. ends up ends up being a draw because it's yeah seems, i can see that a draw yeah if, it, if if that was an italian game that would definitely be a draw wouldn't it no, no. allegedly um no, no. barnsley who had a great day yesterday moved out of the bottom three they've got 41 points and a minus 21 goal difference but they're going away to derby who are playing for to keep sixth position you've got you've got to think derby will do the they job could there all but lose couldn't they um so <laughs> Birmingham, Burton have also got 41 points, but a horrible goal difference of minus 42, and yeah. they're away at Preston, who yeah, if got... um, if Derby do mess up, can sneak in there. So Preston yeah, I'd, have... I'd fancy Preston. I know I know Burton have had a great run, but I'd, I'd fancy Preston strongly there. Um, so Dave, you've got all of them losing, and then here's the big one: <laughs> Bolton have got 40 points. I've got Forest at home. So you can see them winning that. That's the one win I can see. So that's the almost the the one win. So if we go to form, <laughs> which never ever happens, someone will choke. Yeah. Nineteenth could lose. Twentieth could lose. Twenty-first could lose. Twenty-second could lose. And Bolton could leapfrog all the way. Well, so got, who would go down? Obviously Sunderland. Um, Barnsley, Burton, Barnsley, Burton, and, and Sunderland would go. And Reading would be safe. There is a scenario where if Birmingham draw, Barnsley win. Burton win, Reading are down. You are, yeah. No, and they, they, they were seeing this yesterday on Radio Berkshire. They, 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 were, they, they saw that like potential shitstorm. They, yeah, they were. But they Dave, were that's a that lot strongly. of bad teams have got to all win. That's true, though. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they were still shell shocked after. To be honest, after the game yesterday, and it was just there. Yeah, yeah, just the worst scenario for them. But look, let's see. It's yeah, be interesting. It's great though. You know, very, we very. Want to be going into next week with everything cut and dried, would we? What you don't want is an early goal in the Cardiff game. You want Cardiff to be nil-nil at halftime and Fulham to be winning. So there's a little bit of because I always remember being at Portman Road against Sheffield United and Bradford just kept scoring against Wolves, didn't they? And it was like, oh come on, at least give me some hope, you know? Yeah. There then we it go. was was it. Wolves all and Man City was the oh, Man City bombarded. Hey, no, Man City Black went Burn. a goal down. Blackburn, wasn't it? Yeah, Man, Man City, City went, went a goal Blackburn, down yeah. and then won God. 4-1. Mark yeah. Kennedy, Sean Goat, yeah. Paul Sparky. Dickov and yeah. someone else at the end. Um, Dave, else. Ipswich is 13th with 59 points from 45 games. They're at 1.31 points per game. So a draw next week will take them to 60 points for the season. Um, we've mentioned the East Anglian Championship, the Arsene Wenger Cup, whatever you want to call it. Would be nice. A draw next week for Ipswich and a defeat for Norwich. Would take do that. it. Take yep. that. Dave, yep. top goals. Martin Waghorn, 15. Uh, Garner, 10. McGoldrick and Selina on 8. Top assists. Waghorn in double figures. Um, only player in the division. Double figures for both. And outstripping Mr. Madison of Norwich City for combined goals and assists now. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, he hasn't scored um, for four. Yeah, three or four uh, games. Nudson, uh, seven assists, Ward five. Top minutes, Bart, Nudson, Waghorn, Chambers, 
Spence. Uh, James Dack, he's been brilliant all season. He's got his last yeah. bets with us last week, uh, next week, sorry. Um, he had, he's going out with a bang here. He had Ipswich to win at three to one as well. So decent, decent price on that one. He went yeah. big on this treble as well. Preston to win at Sheffield United. Hello. Hello. Rangers to beat Birmingham. Hello. Oh, but yeah, Brentford to beat Barnsley. That unlucky. But the Nasdaq unlucky, mate. well up from that three to one Very win. Good. So yeah, yeah, we we don't know what we're going to do with the with the money uh, yet. But we are in we are in profit and we are prepared to give it to a good Ipswich yeah. Town related uh, cause. We'll 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 have a figure. I'd love to do something um, where we buy you if you buy a ticket, we'll buy your kid a ticket. So that's a great take idea. Your kid. So if we can scheme that somehow we'll, yeah. we'll put that money into that like that um yeah we saw him yesterday dave he was as cantankerous and wonderful as ever the re- the renegade stat man he's a handsome tried he's a to try to lock him man, in the car he? yeah brilliant yeah, he was looking we had a great day yesterday he had really good fun yesterday that's great stuff Statman says, what a fantastic away win against Reading. And it was also great to meet so many fans. Now, does he mean Ipswich fans or Renegade <laughs> Statman fans? I'm sure he means Ipswich fans. <laughs> um, a big easy to all those I shook hands with and shared our hopes for the future. Most of us at the match that never saw that result coming at half time, or in fact on the 60 minute mark. But the game ended with joyous away scenes at the end. On the way back from the game, Ben, you texted me asking, Stat, have we ever lost 4-0 one week Can't and one 4-0 the next week? The stat of the week had arisen, so basically facilitated. Yeah. Um, yesterday was the first occurrence of a back-to-back 4-0 loss win, been, yeah. or in fact 4-0 win-loss the other way around um, in Ipswich huh? Town's history. The stat machine did pick up the last time we lost 3-0 and won 3-0. Um, February 2012, Paul Jewell's team actually recorded a 3-0 win at home to Cardiff, immediately followed by a 3-0 defeat away at Brighton, Immediately followed by a 3-0 win at home to Bristol City. So, uh, crazy times indeed under hashtag Jewel Out. Another milestone that deserves a mention is that Town also recorded their 1,000th, Dave, 1,000th clean sheet yesterday. Our previous manager would be all over that, wouldn't he? (laughs) Peace out and see you next Sunday. And I don't know if he wants us to reveal this, but Statman did text our group today telling us that he'd made a significant financial purchase. uh, He did. Did. Today, yeah, yeah. Um, we will say we will say no more. It's not a new car. He had a new car recently, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. Dave, yeah. have you got a two little ducks for me? Oh, I've got a two little ducks <laughs> for you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, should I do the rules first? You do the rules because I've forgotten them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Dave's going to give me a, a game from Ipswich Town's history. Um, he'd be he'd do well to remember that the game I gave him last week was only four months old. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's slightly older slightly older hey like it um, and I have to try and name as many of the 22 starting players as possible if I name a player who didn't start I'm out that is my goose unless I play my golden goose in which case I get a gimme or the player I name is a huge substitute but that does not count towards my score what I'll do today Dave I'll keep a note of how many I've got, but remember, you gave me too many points for the Charlton game. I think oh, you yeah. counted you substitutes. And it, uh, we, we go a bit easy. If I say a Charlton player from 1998 is Keith Brown and not Keith Jones, that's... I think, I think, we, yeah, yeah, we know you mean. All right, Ben. I'm sorry, we're going back more than, 20, more than, more than four months. We're actually going back 21 years. 21 years, 1997. 
you were at this game because oh, you dear. told me. The 10th of May, 1997, playoff semi-final, oh. first leg at Bramall Lane. Oh, my God. Sheffield United won, Ipswich Town won. I am not going to get any more than eight on this one, am I? I think you might. I, I, I think you might. I think you might. Okay. You were there, weren't you? You've told me. Yeah, I'm sure you were there, weren't you? No, I was at the home game. Not the away game. <laughs> hang on. I'll just swap one player over. I can do that, actually. So, no, 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 no. All right, no, we'll go on, do the, go on we'll then. No, it won't make any difference. I think there was one player. I'll give it, I think it was one player on the opposition different. Because I looked. And oh, for okay. some reason, I thought you were at this game. <clears throat> go I'm on. Go, I'm going to use the home game as a reference point then. Uh, yeah, right. yes, you Mix, Mick Stockwell. God. Yeah, I'll tell you, yes today um and he wasn't a used sub because he scored didn't he no no no, he scored don hutchison do you know i'd have forgotten about him yeah good shout um steve sedgley yeah It's been very deliberate, mm. deliberating, tense. <laughs> Richard Ooh. Wright. Correct. What are you going to say then? Correct. Oh, good. Four. <clears throat> if I get more than eight, I'm happy with that. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jan Arger Fjortoft. <laughs> he was a unit, wasn't he? He's a fucking arsehole, is what he was. <laughs> <laughs> Did he score in that game? He did. Yeah. Right. Okay. Stocky equalised. Went round a keeper. Slide wall pass from George Williams. <laughs> okay. George Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you imbecile. <laughs> You'd have got that. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'm terrible. Um, no. I know that Nicholas Goodmanson scored in the second leg. Yeah. I know that Tony Vaughan made a big mistake in the second leg. Oof. Let's say Tony Vaughan. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. I'm not counting George Williams. Yes, I'm I having am. that one. <laughs> <clears throat> Andy Walker scored the Sheffield United goal, didn't he? I don't know. If... Peter Caturo scored the other Sheffield United goal in the home leg. Peter Caturo. Yeah. Eight. Right, I'm happy with that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you Jason... got, you got more. You got more in you. You got more in you. I'm sure. Jason Cundy. Nah, he didn't play. Oh. Nah. Hey, we said eight. You said eight. eight no, I think exactly. this is a difficult one. Eight. Can I give you some other names then? Yeah, that go, I think go. Would have been around. Uh, Scowcroft. Yeah. yeah. Matthew. No. Um. Yeah, nice. No, yeah, no, he didn't. He wasn't. No, well, he was around. He didn't play. Um, who would have been in midfield? Uh, Alan Beek? Yeah. Oh, God, Tariko. Idiot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Vaughan and Sedgley were the centre-backs then, were they? Who was the other centre-midfielder, Dave? Uh, Kieran Dyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> just the best Ipswich player for a long time. Yeah, he was. I, do you know what? I, I just... I cannot... 
always remember some other mental block with Kieran Dyer and Geraint Williams. I always seem to think as soon as Geraint Williams Matt stopped Holland, playing, yeah. <laughs> Kieran Dyer started, but they did overlap, obviously. Wow. Okay, run me through the... Um, so, um, so it's Richard Wright, Mick Stockwell, Micho Torigo, Sedge, Chris Swales. Started? Um, the one you're missing, clearly, um, Neil Gregory was in for Maffey, I guess. Okay. Scored a so hat-trick against Sheffield United a couple of months before, Maffey, didn't he? Was he out for ages? Didn't he not dislocate his shoulder bad? He did, that didn't season? he? Yeah. Um, yeah, some stinkers <laughs> in the Sheffield United. I know team. why you said that. Now that's funny. Carry there's on. Some, Say there's, no some more. Stink, there's some stinkers <laughs> in that. Um, Alan Kelly. Oh, I think, I should or, have got or, that. Oh, someone I? Kelly in goal. Yeah, Alan Kelly. Uh, yeah. Ward right back. No, I wouldn't have got Nielsen. that. Nielsen. Uh, that's um, Alan Nielsen. Yeah, Carl Tyler, I think. Oh, player. Dean Holdsworth. David Holdsworth. David, sorry, calls. Um, David White or White? Would what, David, David White? White, who played for Man know. City? It's White. I don't know, mate. Do you Henry. know um, when Ferguson uh, took Cantona, it was yeah. they wanted David White earlier in oh, the... David White had pace to burn. Kelly Ward, Nielsen, Hutchison, Tyler Holdsworth, White, Henry, Fjordsaft, Kachuro, and the other left winger, I think. Did he not go on to boxing? Dane Whitehouse. No, you're thinking of Curtis Woodhouse. Curtis Woodhouse, yes, yeah, spot, yeah. you're right. Subs, un, um, you sub was Taylor and um, Craig Short, I guess that would be, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Gareth and, uh, Taylor you... scored the next season at Portman Road. They actually okay. re-signed Brian Dean as well. Shout. He was a very good player, wasn't he? And um, our you sub was, uh, you mentioned him, Nicholas Goodmanson. Well, I'm quite happy with eight, to be honest. Yeah, that's so. a bit of a tricky one, that. But I thought, yeah, good... Um, yeah, with the playoffs coming up, I thought it was quite apt, that one. But, I want 22 uh, out of you next week, Dave. I'm going to give you a softball. Yep, I know what when you're going to give me and all, hopefully. Well, it's going to be May the 6th, so yeah, go figure. <laughs> do your research. Can, yeah. I, can I do it now? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. um, Dave, one more game left. So, Middlesbrough, not Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough, check the spelling. Middlesbrough at home. Do we think um, they're going to... They're going to rest some people. Uh, Pulis says he's not bothered who they play in the playoffs. Um, the way huh. you look quickly, Dave. The way you look at those playoffs, it's only going to if Derby get in. There's only one football team, isn't there? There's only Fulham that are going to pass it about. The rest of them are going to be pragmatic. very pragmatic, pragmatic. stiff. Rowett, um, Bruce, and uh, yeah. Pulis. Um, I don't know. I, I, I take what he said, but I think people, um, player like Asamba Longa, who has got a history of injuries, you'd think maybe, like I said, they wouldn't want to. I can see him starting bench next week. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at the, I mean, a good side. I mean, look, I'll tell you what, these Gibson. are a side that could do it. You know, Randolph yesterday, Randolph shot and Ayala Gibson, Friend, um, Housen, uh, Friend, Bezic, Clayton. Trioria, Sombalonga, Downing, a lot of experience there. People like Ledbetter was on the bench yesterday. That's an, do you know what? You look at that side and you think, and like Bamford, I think, was on the bench as well yesterday. You look at that side and there's an experienced side going yeah, into You the line playoff. that up against Villa and they're well, beat, beaten for experience, aren't they? Yeah, they, that's an experienced team there. Yeah, they, they you know. Dave, Fulham are going to bloody lose, aren't they? <laughs> Fulham Borough, are going to lose at, in the playoffs, aren't they? Looking at that Borough side, they could be, a, I know they're not dark horse because there's only four teams in the playoff, but maybe, would you say, well, I guess it's going to be the sixth place side that perhaps obviously would be the least fancy, but sort of Borough have sort of come up on the rails slightly this season, haven't they? Well, I would did say, you go to the Borough game? They, they I didn't. Played us, didn't. No, no didn't. I didn't go. I didn't go. What? Missed. 
what I would say is that Derby are far and away the worst team out of those okay. four. Um, yeah. But and we were saying this at lunch yesterday. It's all about the manager when you get to the playoffs, isn't it? And what what you would say is Jukanovic, and we saw this with Burley. He, you know exactly what he's going to do. He's quite easy yeah. to 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 actually prepare for, isn't he? Whereas yeah. Pulis or Bruce. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if they you know, they go three at the back, or they you don't know don't know who the hell they're going to play. You can you you can have it. So I can tell you exactly if Fulham get in the playoffs, I'll tell you exactly what system they play and who will play as well. And all of those managers will be able to do that. And you can see Pulis particularly, um, although they're not likely to meet until the final, um, stopping you can have it, can't you? I think you're right. No, and looking certainly looking at the, the players. I mean, there's there's players there. They're all. Gibson, Ayala, I'm sure they all played in the Premier. Of course they played in the Premier League, but they got relegated. A lot of experience there. Clayton, yeah, down in bloody hell. Um, are they going to beat us anyway? Or are they going to be too worried about the players? <laughs> no, I can see. I, I'm feeling a draw next week. I'm feeling a draw, a defeat for Norwich, and the real big East Anglian Cup will be won by uh, we'll do all celebrations next week. Um, we'll get the point. Norwich will lose, so we'll celebrate that. And also a good celebration for the 40th anniversary of the... Uh, of the cup final win. Are Fantastic. we going to see any farewells next week? I'm thinking Sears. I'm thinking Bialkowski. I'm thinking, might we see David McGoldrick, even if he's not playing at the, at the hey, stadium? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe you can tell a lot. I think you can tell a lot. Um, I mean, I thought, I think going back, just there was a game just before the transfer window. Uh, back in January, and I think I said on the pod, and I looked, I, was, I looked at Bart quite closely towards the end of that game, and he thought, yeah, mate, you know, he, he just looks, his his body language looks as if sounds odd, but he might he might well be leaving. And so I think maybe you, you can tell a lot from from you know maybe at the end at the end next week. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I can't see people like look, you know, looking at the the potential strength in depth we've got in midfield. I would say, and I'm not saying I hope this at all, because I think when he's come in, and I think he surprised you in a couple of recent games, I think Luke Himes played his last game for us, I think. What level it's... do you think he'll end up playing at? Oh, you, you can see him going up the eight. You can see him, I don't know, you could see him going up the eight twelve. you know, up to Colchester or something like that. I mean, I know it's an obvious one, but I think he had a he had a fairly reasonable long loan spell at Rotherham, Yep. Last season or season uh, before? Two seasons back, yeah. Two seasons back. That was championship yeah. as well. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, in the right, you know, let's face it, in the, in the right side, in a, in a functioning side with the with the right players around him, you know, he was quite important. Don't forget that 14-15 side we had. Until him, okay, McGoldrick pretty much got injured at the same time, but he was a hell of a miss that season because he was playing in a, a system, you know, with people like Bishop and more flamboyant players and McGoldrick more flamboyant players around him in skews. He was quite an important part of that side. He really was, and we certainly missed him. But look, you know, I think he's been really unlucky with injuries, hasn't he? I, I would say him for one, I'd be, and I think you'd agree, I'd be surprised if he got another contract. McGoldrick, you know, we all love it. I love him, you know that. But from what we understand, one of the highest earners there, you just can't rely on him staying fit, Ben. I, I fully expect he's played his last game. So certainly those two. But, well, uh, You'd, you'd really hope not, God, you'd hope not. But look, if it is, you can't knock him for... If he gets a move to the Premier can he knock that? You can't. Take the he money, deserves, take the money, but you deserve Take the money, it, he's yeah. 30, 31, what is he, 31? Mate, you know, he fully deserves it. We, He doesn't owe us anything. Mm. Yeah, we shall But, see. well, I mean, you know, I, I think now it's gone and the, the, the whole grey... <laughs> 
oppressive mist has lifted. Um, Don't talk to me yeah, about it's... tactics. Sorry? Don't talk to me about tactics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's just nice again, isn't it? You know, we felt the feeling in the fan zone before Christ, before the Villa game. It'll be lovely next week. Hopefully the sun will be out, be a bit warmer. I'll have some hot water and some heat. Um, we're not, we're not, not going to see Wolfenden next week, are we? No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. No, no, no. I mean, he only, I think he only played. He was only called back. I didn't realise because um, obviously Chris Smith was called back the week before from Chelmsford, and he he pulled up with a with a slight knock or illness or something. That's why that's why Wolfenden was called back. Interesting. Anyway, Dave, we are one oh, hour and 23 minutes long. into this long. podcast. Um, yeah, we man. thank you as all. Um, we'll do our yeah. proper thank yous next week but um amazing number of downloads this year dave you know i've been you on telly this week um i've been on channel five well, been you, have been put, you on have been putting yourself about you have, been radio. you have been promoting it a lot haven't, haven't you youtube videos it's been a great year for the podcast and we must say dave uh mr mikey penty smith oh it's um, great yeah on the preview podcast yeah, yeah. a um uh young younger more handsome model of ben and dave but did really well didn't he yeah youth we're bringing through the youth so um please do um tweet mikey and um congratulate him on his first podcast yeah he did well um we're trying to sort him out with one of these gimmicks dave and i are wearing but you'll you'll see him again and please give him a tweet hopefully he'll become a member of the team as well as Statman, obviously and richard um on the, it's rich on the video side and any right. of those guys coming do you know it's rich and that coming for the last game next week or don't you know I don't any know. of those guys coming i'm sure they will coming respond up. yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah um thank you everybody for listening dave say something to do the sign off yeah thanks guys we will well um start and me recording some more shows for the history pod on wednesday including some well, you know what oh, time he is coming big up. Some games, right biggies. Yeah. Some right biggies. So, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, look, looking forward to that. And um, and what we must say, just quickly, give a big shout out to Ian, who's our producer on Ooh, a got, Wednesday for the History Show. operated on tomorrow. Who's having his ACL operated on tomorrow, but hopes to be fit and well to produce the podcast on Wednesday. <laughs> the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.